You're listening to Errol Parker and Clancy Overall, editors of the Batuta Advocate on Desert Rock FM. Well, welcome back to the Batuta Advocate radio show. It is a wonderful time of the year. We're bringing the year to a close with a very special guest today. Of course, uh, your host here, Clancy Overall and Errol Parker. How are you, Errol? Good, Matt. Always good. And today we have another Queensland icon on the show with us in Baxter Boots Studios. We have Dylan Napper. It's been a while, bro. How are you? Mate, I'm good. Yeah, firstly, thanks for having me on, boys. It's an absolute pleasure. Well, we've been chasing you for a while, but the, you know the, the heat's cooled down a little bit on, on Dill, so uh, you're free to kind of talk, talk about life and, and footy. And um, well, it's been a big year, big couple of years, really, when you take in the premiership there too. Yeah, it's been. Um, you know, I've probably seen the highest of highs and then also <laughs> um, the lowest of lows. But uh, you know, that's how life goes. It just happened to happen in twelve months. Yeah. <laughs> well, two thousand nineteen is almost over, deal, and I reckon twenty twenty is your year. Yes, yeah, appreciate that, bro. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, my boy. Cheers. <laughs> now. Give us a little rundown on uh, how you grew up. That last name, Napa, Cookie, Cook yeah. Islander. Yeah, so um, I was born in Brisbane. Yeah. My old man's from the Cook Islands. Mm-hmm. He he grew up in South Auckland, mm-hmm. Otahu. Right. Uh, he moved over. He's probably, yeah, he, he him and Mark Graham. Yeah, right. Were to like the two of the first Islanders to move from New Zealand to Australia to pursue football. Right. Yeah. You go straight so to straight to Queensland. Went to Queensland, yeah. Played in the Brisbane Rugby League, and then yeah. uh, he met Mum. Yeah, stayed then, in Queensland. Yeah, stayed, and I, I popped out. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you 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 you're the oldest. I'm the youngest. Youngest, right? Yeah, I got an older brother, Lewis, and yeah. uh, Lindsay, older sister. So that was kind of written that you boys would be playing footy. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, we were um, we were pretty free as kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were allowed to do pretty much anything yeah so we were always outdoors and mucking around as as kids do mm. and when did you first start seeing signs of this might be a, a go here um well i probably wasn't seeing signs but I, I i got pretty stuck into footy yeah it's probably like six or seven years old i like started playing footy as a kid and, uh, what club you with in, in brisbane aspley devils aspley yeah who else came out of aspley patty Morton. Um, Josh McGuire. Yeah, right. I think Josh McGuire. I think there's a few men and to be And the BGs didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> BGs came in. No, that was Redcliffe, wasn't it? Red- yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... So sorry. you're a Northside boy? Northside, yeah. yeah. I went to St. Pat's College, Shawncliffe. Were there many yeah. other cookies, many other islanders around, Northside Brisbane back then? Just my brother and dad yeah, that yeah, I was aware of. Yeah, the rest are all down in Logan, right? Little yeah. South side of Switch. Yeah, I think yeah, they've taken over down the yeah. south south of Brizzy. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think you'd be doing if, if you weren't playing footy? That's a good question, man. I actually have no idea. Seafood man. chef. <laughs> Serving up poke bowls. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Maybe be working for my, my homie Dulla and uh, Fishbowl, but I don't know, man. It's a really good question. I was... Try and think about it each day too, because it's going to come to it's yeah. going to come to that eventually. Mm. What do you think of coaching? Absolutely not. <laughs> or commentary? <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe commentary for the Batuta Advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could you could use a sports reporter. Yeah, because it's, um, you know rugby league journalism in Australia is just it's so um, it's it's 
it's so refined and it's so impressive in this country the way the journalists write about the game and the players don't you reckon like it's yeah it's interesting <laughs> uh not too sure how much i can comment on this <laughs> but um yeah it's it's interesting uh some some of the journalists go about it what was your uh, what was your first into, like kind of you would have been two thousand you, well, you just missed that other premiership with the Roosters didn't you when yeah you first, that when you was were a young um, kid. that was my debut year yeah. in two thousand thirteen you had seven matches that yeah. was a real debut year like you were Oh, uh, yeah 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 I was I did a full preseason and yeah right really really earned my spot yeah. so um, yeah I played I think seven of the games leading up to the grand final yeah, and right. myself and Isaac Liu and then uh, Boy Cordner and Luke O'Donnell came back for yeah. the grand final, and now, I, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything to Luke O'Donnell, boy, <laughs> at twenty years old. No. Uh, you know, as a forward, what's it like? I mean, obviously, I can only imagine you grew up worshiping some of those big boys. You know, when when rugby mm. league started getting really professional, everyone started getting real big. Sonny Bill, yeah. What was um, it like to then play with him? You know, because you would have definitely been at the age where you were a kid watching him. Well, yeah. So the reason I got back into rugby league, so I was saying before, I started young and then sort of phased out at about 12 years old. I just, I BMX rode. That's all I did. Every day. I got banned from riding to school because I'd just go to the skate park and wouldn't wouldn't (laughs) go to school. And then, um, yeah, and then Sonny Bill came along and I think just watching the way he played and. I mean, Sonny Bilbo, like his tattoos, yeah, size, haircut, haircut. Yeah, he's a yeah. He he definitely made me appreciate the game again. And yeah. do you have one of those classic rugby league dads where he's kind of halfway coach on the sideline? Nah, he usually um he usually sits with the. It's pretty funny. He usually sits in the opposition stand, <laughs> and if I ever get like penalised or sent off or something. And someone says something in the crowd about me, he'll he'll try and bite him or something. <laughs> so uh, he got banned from coming to my school school games oh, <laughs> pretty he? quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he's, cra- he's setting yourself up for that if you're sitting <laughs> in their stand. Yeah, that, that's why he did it. He did it on purpose. He knew what he was doing, man. <laughs> so Brisbane to Bondi, effectively. Yeah, you're straight straight down there. Yes, moved uh, moved when I was seventeen. A uh, year after school and. Uh, moved straight into Bondi Beach and just turned 18 years old, actually, two weeks after I moved. Jesus. And uh, I had no idea what, <laughs> I had no idea what uh, Bondi was like, but I found out pretty quickly that first summer. We're not in Aspley anymore. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <right>. Yeah. <laughs> no Brazilian girls in Aspley. <laughs> oh, man. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> So what was that like, though? You know, not many people can fathom that. That is what happens with footballers. You move somewhere before you're, before you're 18. While all your mates are kind of, you know, maybe stay home for a year or two after school or or kind of learn the ropes of living independently, yeah. you yeah, guys have to sure, straight man. into like, it. 17-year-old um, paying rent. Yeah. yeah. I, um, you know, I've missed, you know, numerous of my mates, um, 18th birthdays, 21st mm. weddings, like all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's all the football players, you know, yeah. you know, someone who has to move job, not only people who play rugby league. But, you know, that's what you do. That's the sacrifice you make. And you know, I came down on, I think it was a $5,000 opportunity, mm. $5,000 for my first year 20s. And then, uh, yeah, just tried to make something of it. And so were you working as well while you were? Oh, 
told the told the NRL we were about. <laughs> we were just kicking back on the couch at home. It was twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we weren't doing too much, but we uh, yeah forged a few signatures <laughs> as you do. Yeah. So you would have been down there with Bam Bam. <clears throat> yep, Bam Bam Tuivasa. He we played uh, we played a year of twenties together. Yeah. Uh, yeah Angus was, Crichton too. Be down there too, wouldn't he? I think he was in. Yeah, he was a bit. He's he's a bit younger than Uni. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a couple of years younger. So I never really played against him. Oh right. Yeah. But yeah, Bam Bam was he was pretty good to have on uh, on your side. <laughs> you knew if there was something when you're rolling that went through down. the <laughs> intimidating pubs of the eastern suburbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty scary down in Bondi. <laughs> yeah, but down there they they all know who he is because of the fighting now. Yeah. So like it's you'd, pretty. You'd yeah, be it's fucking pretty... mad. Like like at a pub. To go over there and like and be like, I'm gonna take him. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. In general, even without knowing that he's a good fighter, yeah, he just looks like it's a more the bouncers. He's, he's a scary <laughs> man. Yeah, the bouncers are scared of him too. I'm pretty sure they're all his cousins as well. <laughs> How do you stay out of trouble? I mean, like everyone, everyone at some point in their career gets into trouble, but at, that sounds like a recipe for trouble. You yeah, know? That, that crowd you just mentioned then is your under twenties. Yeah, like, bit of cash. Living in Bondi Beach. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. That's that's another thing with moving moving away. Like you know, I wasn't I wasn't a, an, an adult yet, mm. so my mum was quite nervous. <laughs> she, uh, I've always sort of pushed the boundaries with things, so I uh, couldn't imagine how she felt when I was moving moving to Bondi Beach as a seventeen year old. But you just got to learn. You got to mm. adapt. Like mm. like anything. Like it, dinner's not going to get cooked itself. So. Yeah. You, you learn to cook dinner, just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. things yeah. like that. Like. And two now, just because you're an athlete now, the media, I guess, would feel a bit entitled to, to you know, the ongoing activities of your life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that would be a tough thing to learn. Yeah, I you know I learned that pretty quickly. Just being in the under twenties at the the roosters, not not nothing uh, dramatic, but you know when you see yeah. something and there's cameras there, you're like. They didn't yeah. have they didn't have cameras in Aspley, no. you know. <laughs> they didn't have cameras in Brackenridge. <laughs> the rum jungle. <laughs> the rum jungle. <laughs> yeah, the, the news reporters are too scared to go down the rum jungle. <laughs> a pub called the rum jungle. They're trying to rebrand too. They don't want to yeah. be known as that anymore. Yeah. But it'll be forever known as the Actually, Brackenridge rum my, jungle. What's the time? Two o'clock on a Friday, my old man be down there for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it was a yarn. We, we we wrote about the rum jungle one night, Brackenridge yeah. rum jungle. And, um, <laughs> some dude left a comment saying, like, no joke. He went in there for a feed one night with his wife and kids. Walked in and there was a fight breaking out between two two like council workers on. It was on payday. And the fight broke out. They went in, had dinner, and then came out and it was still going. <laughs> Like that's like an hour and a half long blue. Yeah. That sounds like the rum jungle. There aren't too sort of many things in this life that are as sort of tiring as being in a fight. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it, if you've got to fight a person for an hour, yeah. that's fucking harder than a game of rugby league. Yeah. You need rum. That's yeah. why you need rum. Yeah. You need like power Yeah, and strength. I'm, I'm sure they had a Cardio. lot of rum down there. They don't, uh, they don't run out of rum down at the rum jungle, man. <laughs> so, um, so when do you reckon... I mean, obviously at that stage, under 20s, the most you'd be a bit getting bailed up by those old those old punters at the you know the surf club, you know, the yeah. RSL. 
when did like the general public start recognizing you? I mean, you're recognizable. You got a nice little red lid on you, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and you're probably bigger than most of the pencil necks living down that way. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've always um, stood out, mm. um, being you know a bit bit taller, mm-hmm. red hair, and you know, wouldn't say loud, but uh, you know, seem to draw a bit of attention. <laughs> I mean, I'm not not too sure. I'm you know always surrounded by big names. Mm-hmm. Being a young player in an NRL team, you know, I was, there was um, Hargreaves, there was, mm-hmm. you know, I could, coordinators, whatever, mm-hmm. coming through the Roosters. So the, the, the lot really wasn't on me, mm-hmm. uh, which was pretty good for a while. Yeah. <laughs> What's it like when you go back in the valley now? <laughs> it's a, that's that's where the dribblers yeah, I think are. I'm, I think I'm still banned there <laughs> since I was 17. <laughs> so that what was that like seeing that? I mean, obviously you didn't, you didn't play the uh 2012 grand final match 2013, 2013. yeah i um I, so i debuted uh, i think it was round 15 yeah. against the bulldogs funnily yeah. enough yeah. and then i miss i think uh, however many games and then played six games leading up to the gf as i was saying before yeah. Yeah. at the time i didn't realize how close i was to you know it's, um the ring history yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then it sort of started you know, coming together in 2014, we, we came close and we lost in the prelim. And then yeah. the year after, I think we lost in the prelim as well. You know, it was burning. So, yeah. um, you, you know, we were going to leave until you got it. Yeah, the, the drive was there for yeah. for sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that doesn't go away yeah. ever. And then when you do win a premiership, <laughs> yeah. what was. Um, can you just run us through the kind of 48 hours after your final buzzer? Oh man, yeah. I'm still trying to piece that together. <laughs> so what did they do? Because I remember seeing the photo next day of you all still in your kit, which was yeah. funny. You were still in your boots. <laughs> yeah, you had your studs on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what do you do? They take you in. They, yeah, obviously yeah. they protect you pretty how, well. Like, oh. like, how does the club protect you? Because well, you know, obviously that there are photographers yeah. and, and journalists who just need to know what you're doing. Yeah, so we. Um, we're pretty lucky in that regard, but um, it's funny the the journalists are sort of on your side when you win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not they're not out to get you. So unless you're Benny Barber. Yeah. 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 Poor dude. Drug test twelve twenty four hours after a grand final. It's a bit red hot. Yeah. yeah well. Then the chairman goes down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, he has certainly had to sleep in the bed that he's made himself. Hasn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so what happens? You, they, you do the lap. Fans are going wild. Then into the change rooms. Into, into the, the yeah, song. Yeah. Into the change rooms. You, I think you get a couple of Coronas. Yeah, a few. There, <laughs> oh, what do we have? I think we have VBs actually, yeah. which are uh, good. Yeah, I love sponsor. It. Actually, no, we definitely have I VBs. I got, I got a photo on my. Expect the roosters. I got a few photos them. on my phone. Roosters. I thought it'd be more. Yeah, we had caviar and uh, <laughs> Have a low carb beer with uh, Uncle Nick. Be like, <laughs> well done, boys. But Tuna Bitter might sponsor the, the Bulldogs. Yeah. Hey, let's do it, man. Mm. Yep. Starting from now. Yeah, Western Queensland, Western Sydney, same shit. <laughs> inner West, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the So yeah, um, it's the inner outer. Inner outer. So we went. Yeah, we went back into the sheds. Had our, I think we ate four or six. Uh, family members, family or friends in. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we just celebrated, man, sung the song a bunch of times. 
Um, took a bunch of photos and then I can't remember. It was pretty, I think it would have been just before one o'clock. Um, we went out on the field just as oh, yeah. the just the players only and um, yeah, and just um, you know, mm-hmm. I remember I remember doing it in 2013 actually. Um, you know, going out and it's just a playing group and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was a playing group, no staff. Um, and yeah, I remember Minicello doing a pretty cool, pretty cool speech, man. Which yeah. and then yeah. uh, you know, for it to happen five years later yeah. was um, and be a part of it was you know literally a dream, a dream come true that I probably didn't even dream I was yeah. as, a, as a kid because you know I didn't dream that big to be honest. So you're at ANZ until one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, that must yeah. have stung you for so, parking. <laughs> so, yeah, like, think, were the people at ANZ just like, yeah, just make sure you pulled the door closed <laughs> on the way out, boys? It's, yeah, you know, pretty it's much, man. But uh, I don't know who was last out. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So then, so then from there, you've got they've, like, got they've just got private venues for you. For the yeah, next on the bus and every window has got a garbage bag over. It. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> So yeah, we caught a bus back, and obviously there was uh, a lot of celebrating, and uh, yeah, it's one of the best feelings I'll ever have. But you, you know, you don't come down from something like that, right? You just like you, you're going to be awake for two days anyway, so you may as well yeah. be celebrating. You know yeah, I mean? for sure, man. Um, yeah, you have to go back to the clubhouse where the f- your fans are there, and um, Sonny's on. Hundred <laughs> percent. How does that compare to? Uh, to say an origin it's funny so i just i was going through my favorites on my phone i saw a photo of um after we won the the origin series and i was i was actually comparing them uh they're i don't think they're comparable who was who was the biggest like as in terms of idols that you played with because you've had the chance to play with everyone right anyone you could have seen on tv as a kid yeah man i've i've been really fortunate with Mm. uh my career so far yeah you know from Jonathan Thurston, Boy Cordner, mm-hmm. you know, um, Warrior Hargreaves, he was a you know, huge influence on me coming through. Mm-hmm. Sonny Bill Williams, that was that was the top man. He's, and you got to meet him. He's like, my guy. Like, post, like, transition to yeah. where, like, where he's a full-on role model. He's a full... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the old Sonny better. <laughs> well, uh, well nah, I love would both. you ever... <laughs> Consider a move over to the All Blacks. <laughs> would you be? Would you be selectable? Um, For Union, you could probably do that. But yeah, yeah. outside center. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Fly half. Oh, I reckon you'd be. You'd have to be in the backs. Like just fucking hurt people. Just run. Was that ever a consideration? I know Ponga had to toy on that. Yeah. Um, uh, and did you have to think about your Kiwi like, heritage at all? Yeah. So yeah, I think. Uh, what else? No one, want, no one wants to play for the Wallabies. <laughs> <laughs> no one. I mean, is, is that a thing in, in, in footy, right, where not playing Origin can actually kind of hinder your momentum in your career? So you kind of like a lot of people, you know, happy to play for the Kiwi or Tonga's a new thing now. Everyone's happy to play Tonga. Yeah. They sacrifice Origin, play Tonga. Yeah. But like it almost feels like you know you're going to make more of a goal of it if you just say fuck you know i've got kiwi background but i'm yeah i'm raised here i'm gonna i'm um, gonna do this so i can play origin and so you can do that queensland thing and you yeah can, I, I don't know it's it's never yeah. really crossed my mind i've mm. um you know as a kid growing up being australian mm. from queensland and yeah. 
Um, my dad's Cook Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mum's right. Australian, so okay. I'm, I'm pretty. So he's just vibe New Zealand. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. He, um, yeah. he, um, so you'd he have grew to up. play for the Wallabies. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm probably staying league. <laughs> Do you play for Cook Islands in those uh, World Cups? Yeah, I, play, I played uh, actually in 2013 after the grand final. Yeah. Played um, in the World Cup three yeah. games. So. And what was the team like? Was that a bit? Of- Man, if, if you put out, if you saw our team on paper, yeah. Now, there's yeah. Jordan Rapana. That's Zane Tedavano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Can't remember now. So the thing <laughs> is with the Cook Islands is that Cook Islands is a lot like uh, Norfolk Island is to Australia in that it's its own kind of sovereign yeah. state, but it's kind of managed by New it's, Zealand. So it is quite easy for Cook Islanders to like live in New Zealand because it's kind of one, it's like another state. Well, yeah, yeah. I think they're entitled to get a passport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and they use the New Zealand currency over there, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, I'm not and then in your dad's era, you could go straight from there to here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of them did that, snuck over, <laughs> <laughs> using using some other names. John Smith oh. What what was it like when you started playing Origin? I mean, you caught a pretty good era of Origin too. It'd be pretty intimidating to just start now as a young Queenslander, right? With the with what you what everyone's looking down the barrel at with you know Luttrell and all the Ferraris playing yeah. for the Blues. But you you kind of caught the back of a real heater. Right? Yeah, I, I mean <laughs> they were they were definitely um, successful. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I haven't really thought about what stage I yeah. you know caught it at. I'll be happy to play one game. Or, yeah, yeah, you know I've played nine and oh, wait, seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't actually know. Maybe eight. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd play. I haven't really thought about that. But, you know, like I said before, I was pretty lucky. Some of the players I played with. We were talking before about how you kind of became a man in the, in, within the, the Roosters kind of orbit, kind of. You grew up with them. What was that like? Because that's a big change to go then, to just change clubs, change institutions. Yeah. I mean, like, it was, um, like one season ends, premiership. Yeah. And then from there you're going to a completely different... <clears throat> thing like the bulldogs it's a different i mean it's obviously yeah. it's an institution it's got a big following and it's a family club yeah. and stuff but it's 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 a different thing right it's yeah and sure. they're arch rivals too and then you don't yeah. know any of the staff isn't that it's bunny so so you um yeah what, what was the change like how, how does it feel i mean obviously you're coming in as a, a more experienced notable player this time you're not coming through the ranks as a little kid but you did grow up with the Roosters, so what was it like to kind of change clubs there? Yeah, it was um, it was definitely um, a shock to system. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I um, you know I had one one year left on my contract with yeah. the with the Roosters, and then you know, an opportunity came up with uh, the Bulldogs where I'd be able to play in the NRL for two more years, and mm-hmm. uh, that was the opportunity I took and. It was yeah. It's like I've been at the I've been at the Bulldogs uh, for for a year now, and it's been amazing. And even to start this preseason has been awesome. You know the guys are really welcoming, and mm. obviously had some situations um, in the preseason last year, which um, you know I wasn't really sure that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, How was it? You took a hospital pass. Everyone knows the story. We, yeah, um, yeah. As, um, man, to be honest, I. Um, you know, it was. I just, I just, I was, I was more annoyed at the fact that I'd, as my profile grew, that you know, I'd, I'd, I'd recognize that, and I you know, yeah. tried to be smarter and yeah, and um, 
and, you know, and, more aware of yeah. things like this. And But this is something also that came back to haunt you, right? That was something that happened. Yeah, know, that, didn't happen. that's, yeah, that's 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 what I'm getting getting to. Yeah. I, you know, I was, as I, as I was getting you know older and you know more kids would recognise me. I was trying to you know, be smarter and more aware yeah. with my behaviours and um, you know I feel like it, you know something from so long ago, mm-hmm. um, you know ruined all that, mm. ruined all that progress. Um, but you know, it's been a year. Oh, it's almost a year. So. Yeah. So they got this, and that was nineteen-year-old Dylan. Exactly, you know I mean? yeah. yeah. So yeah. He, he was, um, you know, he made some silly choices, and don't get me wrong, I was still, yeah, you know, like any person, make you know choices probably. Over you still have the not. potential to <laughs> yeah. to drop the ball. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> as we all do. Yeah. Anyone who says that they don't drop the ball is yeah. uh, you know, telling a big fib. So what was that like in the? I mean, obviously you. I mean, it would have been tough because you're starting a new club, you're getting to know yeah. new staff, you're getting yeah. to know yeah, all got, these old legends. And- I got to, uh, I got to know all the staff pretty well, pretty quickly actually, <laughs> which was uh, you know not ideal situation, but um, you know those are the cards that that were dealt. Yeah, I dealt myself pretty much. But, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I uh, you know now I couldn't thank him enough. Mm. Yeah, I'm a pretty chilled guy, so mm. I don't like. I don't like being stressed and, um, you know. Did you get, did anyone reach out? Because I know the thing about the NRL is ex-players and current players, Yeah, they don't cast the first stone because everyone nah, knows you, what nah. they've done. You'd, you'd be surprised, man, yeah. how much, uh, I wouldn't say support, but yeah. just, um, you know, guys seeing if I was, you know, okay. Mm. Uh, as long as, you know, I spoke to mum. Mm. I was nervous because, um, you know, I spoke to mum and, you know, she was pretty rattled and then mm. she rang me back, you know, about 10 minutes later and she's like, you okay? And I was like, oh, I've been better. Yeah. <laughs> but um, she... I'm she... also really pissed off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100% I was fucking pissed off. I have <laughs> a decent amount of stress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a dude that doesn't like stress too much. and Coursing through my veins, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm... Uh, what was your play? Did you, yeah. did you just lay low from there? Was that easy? yeah? So um, yeah, I'm a kind of you know I don't I don't like you know hiding away and mm. you know mm. I like to get out and but Ravisi's <laughs> yeah booths yeah, yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah not 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 the thing to do after something no, like no, that no. yeah so then I just stuck to a waffies and some garlic sauce <laughs> so how how did the club you know handle that were they like just don't fucking talk to anyone. <laughs> Go just 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 go away for a couple of weeks. Nah, they were pretty. Keep your head down. They were, they were, Shut up. That was so good, man. Yeah. Um. You know, it's, you know, I can't, I can't really can't thank them enough. Mm. Especially. Yeah, it was very very um, caught me by surprise. Caught caught everyone by surprise. But I mean, life goes on, bro. It like, does. Far out. There's. You know, what I mean, there's you almost got dwarfed though by the end of that off season. Like we weren't talking yeah. about Big Papi anymore by the end of that right. off season. We were talking about all kinds of other yeah. shit, you know. Yeah, it was the- a schizophrenic off season. I think it's coming. What's happening now is it, and and you're a bit older. I mean, in the scheme of things, but there is now players born in the two thousands. Two thousands, bro. It's yeah. great. It's the, and they've grown up with phones and shit like that. Yeah, probably. Mm. He hasn't. Um, He's no. probably had an iPhone since birth. Yeah, yeah. And so they're, yeah. They're, they're, those kids have had to learn rapidly. The Olympics. Yeah. 
<laughs> he was born when the Olympics. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't even remember the Twin Towers being up. A <laughs> oh, uh, psycho. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. How are you? Are you now like, are you slipping into mental role? Like as someone who's, I mean, you're not an OG, you're not an old head, but, hey, you, are, but what? You, are, you are an established. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you are an established player. Yeah. So do you, do you get a little bit of that going on when you see a 19 year old kid maybe who should put his fucking phone away? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> uh, like well, try and lead, like lead by example. Obviously yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not a captain and, yeah. um, you know, to be, to be, Honest, I probably don't have captain qualities, but I, I do have, you know, a lead a leadership enforcer. Yeah, uh, whether I like it or not, Heavy. Man, I, I play uh, front row. Mm. You know, and so uh, you know, I've just tried to take that on board, and mm. uh, you know, grow as a person, as a football player. Um, you know, and just try and point these kids in the right direction, yeah. so they, can, <laughs> so they uh, don't have to go through anything that uh, I went through. So we we've been to a few boxing matches and shit like that, you know, heavyweight mm. matches and and seen like a lot of um, footy players off field just doing their thing, surrounded by their mates. One question I want to ask you, and I, I wanted to ask Willie and Rennie this when they came in, is how do you guys avoid making friends with the people that you shouldn't make friends with? Because it would be hard as an eighteen year old, you know, you get all kinds of people want to. Historically, people have always wanted to hang around footballers. Yeah. People that you know might be high profile for other reasons. How do you how do you yeah. kind of do that? Um, I really haven't thought about that too much. So I've um, I've so I'm sur- I feel like I'm surrounded by you know amazing people. Mm. I've got amazing friends. Mm. Um, you know I've got friends in Sydney that that I've only you know obviously known for a few years, mm. and and then I've also got my my boys back from school, mm. high school guys that. You know, I used to sit with in year seven, yeah, yeah, year, yeah. year five, yeah. year six, <laughs> yeah, and still, yeah. still homies with them. Yeah, and yeah. With with the with the kind of personality I have, yeah. they um, they've all they've all been so they've all been so supportive and uh, you know aware mm-hmm. of uh, situations. You know, I couldn't <laughs> couldn't count on one hand how many times they've uh, you know helped me if, if I've had a situation out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, you know, that's what friends are for. Yeah. So you do think that people in New South Wales are good people? For sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've got too many mates down here, bro. I walk out of the studio, I have no mates if I sit down. <laughs> what is the plan? If you, you talk about like um, footy, you, so you've got two more years at, at the Dogs. I mean, in this day and age, man, you've got... 10 more years in your career, really. Yeah. Well, maybe Cameron Smith. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the way... That's changing too, though. The, people are playing for longer as well. Yeah. They've kind of got fitter and... Yeah, but yeah. The, the kids coming through, man. Mm. Like... That they hit know. hard, the kids, don't they? <laughs> man, like... Like, I here. don't think that Cameron Smith, you know, he is a brilliant player, but I don't think... He didn't have to play too many parlies in these early he stages. he would get, like, back to his feet really fast up after getting like fucking steamrolled by David Fafita or something. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I don't think if, if he'd been doing that his whole career. I don't think, yeah, he'd yeah. be more of a, a lockier than, wouldn't he? You know, I, uh, like, I definitely wouldn't doubt Cameron Smith. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're on your own there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, as uh, Dylan, as someone who's been at the center of uh, media kind of hysteria and like, you know, they've closed in on you, you've felt that happening. 
you, you turn your phone off and shit. Like it was all happening when it was happening. <laughs> what have you got to say about someone like you know someone like Latrell who's done nothing wrong as far as you can no. really see on paper? Like he's all he's done is just say, "I'd like to go and explore all of my options." Yeah, yeah. I'd like to also make a. And now the media's fucking on his ass about yeah. everything. I'd like to make a calculated, uh, clever decision, and they're like. How dis- disrespectful is this man for not just, you know, doing what we think he should do? What do you, what do you got to say about that? Luke yeah, Luttrell? obviously the, the Latrell situation's pretty, uh, been pretty hectic for mm. himself and, you know, his family. He's, mm. I think it's uh, probably been a bit of a slow off season, so yeah. the you know, mm. the media have come down pretty Maybe hard on him. Sex tapes, bro. Yeah, <laughs> sex tapes. They wouldn't be on Latrell's yeah. case. <laughs> yeah, he probably wished wished he come off contract last year. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's he's. Um, you know his situations. Man, I'm, not, I'm not too sure exactly. You know what happens behind closed doors with himself and uh, the club he's at. But I mean, I feel like he's he's done everything by the rules. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's the news these days. They, so you back him? Oh, he's my guy. He, so that's not what no one says that. You, know, you don't hear any journalists say that. You've played with him. He, is Latrell a good kid? Latrell is such a good kid. And yeah. He's also he's you know he's got a whole you know, indigenous community yeah. that looks up to him and yeah. he's, from everything that I've ever been involved with him, is um, he's always given back to his community. He's always going home. He, he knows who his day ones are. And, um, yeah, he's been, uh, I, feel, I feel like he's been stitched up. Yeah, stitched uh, up. For, for playing by the rules. Yeah. He was up there fighting fucking fires and they had stories about <laughs> him in Daily Mail being yeah. like, Luttrell's a brat, Luttrell's done this, Luttrell's... You know, yeah, I was, yeah, I was. We had we had a media day the other day, and um, you know they asked questions about the trail, and um, you know obviously I answered with, you know, similar to what I said here. He's, you know, he's an awesome kid, an awesome role model, and he's, you know, whatever he chooses to do, he does. But you know that doesn't get played. They, uh, they didn't, they didn't I'm pop. sure when, you know, Boyd Cordner was at the New South Wales media day the other day, he would have. You know, said similar answers, and yeah. and that doesn't get played. Uh, they sort of write their own, mm. their own narrative yeah. around around Latrell. What is the media training they give you nowadays? Like they tell, like, I mean, obviously it's had to change a lot because we every ex footy player we've had on here, from like you know mm. the guys that were probably still kind of playing when you started, you know, Willie Rennie, um, Matty Rogers is a bit older than that, and then Et, and then even Cliffy Lyons. All of them say the same shit. Even yeah. if they're good boys, that's, yeah, they, that's just say, thing, they just man. say, I'm fucking glad we didn't have camera phones when I was playing. Everyone yeah. says it. Even the old no, gentlemen like, say that. Yeah. You know? Like when we spoke um, to Mike Whitney, you know, he was a fast bowler in the 70s and he, he was like, mate, I'm just forever thankful that we didn't have phones in the 70s. And, you know, and, you know we've spoken to you know, some boys who uh, are in union you know, and they are traditionally a bit better behaved, and they're like, "Mate, hey. fucking Jesus Christ!" <laughs> on like, paper, the, like, on paper. Like, like the stuff that we get up to, and the clubs like everyone put your phone into this fucking bag, yeah, and you'll get them back when you leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo Ryan says that. Yeah, put them in a box, and you know that's <laughs> you know Bucks party continues or whatever. You know, yeah, I'm not too sure what happens. Uh, you know, at other clubs or codes, but. 
you know, pretty well behaved out at the Bulldogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you live in, you're still living in Bondi too. So, yeah. you know, would you be in more trouble if you were out in the piss in Belmore? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I don't want to find out either. I'll just uh, stick to my little my little uh, unit in Rose Bay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is the what What have you noticed in, in the fans out there? Because that's a different that's a different breed of fan. That's a diehard setting off flares kind of fans at the doggies yeah have you noticed the difference they're, they're loyal as and uh they'll let you know if you win and uh they'll let you know if you lose <laughs> now nah, i feel like um you know all the like anything man you can't you can't really you can't really put it in like you can't put a fan into a stereotype you can't yeah. stereotype a fan there's it's like a school yeah yeah you know, there's you know good kids, bad, good kids. kids bad kids yeah and, you know, hot teachers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's what? What are you thinking after? You were saying that before. You're thinking about after footy. Would you ever glove up? Would you ever get into a get into a ring? Which it seems to be a thing that a lot of ex and current footballers decide to do nowadays. It would um. It would have to be a lot of a like lot one. of zeros on yeah. that yeah. then. But no, nah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think that's for me. <laughs> when was your last fight? Uh, probably the night I got banned from the valley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. No limit promotions. Uh, we'll tell the Rose Boys to come back in a couple of years for that one, hey? Yeah. I'm, Gallon v. Napper. Nah, I'm good, man. <laughs> no one wants to fight Paul Gallon. Nah. The size of that except, yeah, except Hopper. <laughs> man, shout out Hopper, bro. He's a beast. <laughs> still, He's still punching on me. He's eight years old. <laughs> Getting up there. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a I grandpa. <laughs> yeah, he is. The last game of rugby he ever played, um, you know, was that one where he got like the biggest. Yeah, it was. Went like he swinging elbow or yeah, he flying went, eyes are flying out. Oh, yeah, elbow first into Keith's from, yeah, face. He launched from like two meters away. Right? And, and then he said, uh, "Then he you said, could hear the the fucking crack yeah. from the commentary box. It's just this." And then he says, when the ref's sending him off, there it's was like, nothing in it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, mate, yeah. look at Keith. He's he's on the ground and, you know, all I these guys. Got, uh, I think they've got like, proof there was something in it. Yeah, <laughs> from, like, from his other But we're going to have to get the helicopter down here, hop up. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what's what's the plans for uh, what's the plans for Christmas, mate? You you just what what do you guys do in the off season now when you're not under siege from the media over uh, you know certain scandals? This is going to be a different off season for you. Mm. What do you do? You um, yeah, I'll just sit in my house, lock the doors, and mm-hmm. close all the windows, and you know hope, certain, hope no one sees me. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Um, so yeah, for Christmas, head up to sunny coast in Queensland with the family mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, it's all it's all about family mm-hmm. these days. So um, yeah, don't want to give too much more information no. away. Miss <laughs> you single? I'm, I am single. Maybe we should shout out um, Channel Ten for you. Maybe <laughs> maybe you could be on Bachelor. The Bachelor. You're oh, the new honey badger. I'm good, man. <laughs> in that case, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, mate, and all the best for the next season with the doggies. Get up, boys. You reckon it's a... What do you reckon? What are your predictions for for the next season? Man, if... Um, you know, if we, if we can start the way we finished last year and, mm-hmm. um, you know, anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Had a really good preseason now. Oh, 
uh, pre-Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, time to relax for a couple couple mm-hmm. weeks and then get back into it. And um, yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. Anything's possible, man. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, Dylan. Uh, in, enjoy enjoy the holidays, and we'll um right, we'll wrap up now. and We'll kit you out with some uh, some Batuta Dolphins uh, rugby league kit. I've seen that. I've seen that online. Actually. Yeah, something to replace the North Bondo Motor Arena Social Club, right? <laughs> kit. Yeah, well, we we might need to get some kit off you too. So we'll um let's sort it let's out. Do boys. That. Let's do lunch. Let's do lunch. Shout out. Thanks, Bill. Sweet, Thanks, Bill. Mm-hmm.